Welcome to The Homo's Journey, where we talk about tarot, emotional healing, and plenty of other different subjects which come up via the tarot. All of the cards that we view today are available to view on my Instagram, at The Homo's Journey. So this week, we're going to talk about... Dun, dun, dun. The Princess of Cups. So today we are using the Celtic Tarot. I think it's the Celtic Irish Tarot. I will put um, a link to a picture in the description of the YouTube video and the anchor.fm description. So um, today we have the Princess of Cups. It's a um, very pretty blonde woman wearing a golden yellow dress. Um, with a red strap going down the middle from the waist. And um, she's offering the viewer a lovely yellow golden cup. And she's looking quite... She's looking quite um, lost. She doesn't really know what she's offering the cup for. She doesn't know who she's offering the cup to. Um, but she knows she's doing it freely and she was doing it with complete, like, love. She's standing on this very lush green hill and the sky is a little bit gray. So, what do we need to know about the pr Princess of Cups today, Tara? So, the Princess of Cups, just intuitively right now, um, it's somebody who is offering us um, love, but offering it to us in a way that we don't understand. Why don't we understand this offering of love? Well, <laughs> because we're traumatized, guys. Most of us are a little traumatized, at least. But um, sometimes we can be, on peut se méfier in French, we can, we can distrust um, offers of love and offers of support because we don't believe that we have it in us. We don't believe that we are worthy of it, right? Um, so the Princess of Cups today is just reminding us that um, when somebody offers uh, us love, um, accept it. We don't, I mean, of course, if you don't like this person, then don't accept it. <laughs> but if it's somebody that... Um, it's possible that they can give us love in this situation, then accept it wholeheartedly. And, you know, let's see, what else does the tarot have to say about these offers of love today? The Ten of Cups, uh, or the Ten of Pentacles, excuse me, the Ten of Pentacles reversed. So um, for the collective today, uh, somebody might offer us um, kind of, They'll extend some kind of loving offer to us, but we may we may confuse it with just having to do with money or just having to do with practicality, when in reality, it might actually be about love. But um, it's, it's, it has this, it's like, okay, so as if your boss is giving you something and it's 
it's about money, of course, but they're doing it because they care about you, actually, which is odd because, of course, we don't really think about our bosses being the most caring, you know, lovey-dovey kind of person. But um, in this case, I I'm going to get one more card, but I do think that that's what it's saying to us. If, if, if we get an offer of love, sometimes it comes in a form that we don't we don't appreciate immediately or we don't recognize, um, either because we are traumatized into thinking that these sorts of offers have, um, these kind of offers don't come cheap, right? Sometimes we think these offers don't come cheap because in the past people have tricked us and, and offered us love and then betrayed our confidence later, betrayed our, our hearts later. And so it's saying that well, yes, this does happen. It can happen. But um, honestly, we can't live like that. We can't live like as if every person who offers us the gift of love is messing with us, right? Um, and so let's get one more card about it. Um, the Nine of Swords, yeah, anxiety. Once again, we are anxious. We are. We don't. We don't love ourselves enough to accept this love because we don't think we deserve it, and maybe even we haven't spent enough time with ourselves. Okay, we've all spent plenty of time with ourselves in 2020, but we haven't spent enough time focusing on ourselves, focusing on these anxieties, focusing on where they come from. And I'm speaking for myself and for everybody because I know that I spent a lot of time med meditating, but actually now that I think about it, I've never done a specific meditation on, um, on asking myself, where does this discomfort come from? Where does this difficult emotion come from? Right, so th that is what we're being asked to do this week, is to find, for example, um, fear. If we are afraid, okay, um, we are not going to be able to do what we need to do in life, if we're afraid of everything. And me, myself, I, I feel a fear over most things in my life, and, um, and that's something that I'm First of all, accepting and growing to love, because once I do that, what's going to happen? It's going to transform into something much, 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 much better. And I've seen that happen with other things before. So when we are afraid, and this is where that comes from, this, this refusal to accept that love. When we're afraid to accept that love, um, well, we're blocked, right? So this exercise is... It's not, let's not call it an exercise because people aren't going to want to do it if they, if it is, let's call it a little experiment. Let's do an experiment. So I want you to think of something that you are just mildly afraid of. So like if you have a phobia, that ain't it, <laughs> that ain't it. We, we need something a little bit lighter. So like, let's see, what am I just sort of afraid of? I'm kind of afraid of... Um, my neighbors knocking on my door and saying something to me because I have had a bad experience with neighbors, right? But the experiences, um, they, they've been <laughs> pretty bad, but like, but my fear isn't, right? So my fear is just, it's just slight. It's just kind of hanging underneath the surface all the time while I'm at home. So 
what we're going to do is we're going to take a deep breath real quick. So take a deep breath in into your stomach and sigh it out. One more time. And sigh it out. Okay. So I want you to ask yourself, where is that fear in my body? So that fear is kind of in my chest, like, like right um, at the bottom part of the front of my chest. And it's kind of in my back where I have some pain there, but it kind of intensifies. So it's like, I guess there's some tension. So I'm doing this as a way to demonstrate how you can do it. Um, so now that you have that pain or that discomfort localized, keep exploring it. So I have that pain a little bit in my back. So what, what, how can I explore that more? Okay. So it's kind of a burning in the middle and then it kind of goes out. Um, it kind of spurts out a little bit, but very lightly. So it's a lot more intense in the middle, even though it's not intense really. Um, and then it gets a little bit bigger, but the intensity goes down, right? Um, so keep keep exploring the, those layers of of the pain, of the discomfort, and and then ask yourself, where is this coming from? Keep asking yourself, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? And eventually, the more you explore the pain, the more you explore the discomfort, the more you will realize, oh. This comes from the time where my neighbor screamed at me from because I walked across the, the floor um, at 11 p.m. That's a real thing. <laughs> I won't go there, but it's a real thing. Um, so, and anyway, so when it comes to these offers of love, right? Um, think about that offer of love once you've gotten used to this little this experiment, right? Just do the experiment a few times a day. And ask yourself, where is this coming from? What's the, what are the details of this sensation? Where exactly is it located? Um, what can I compare it to? That sort of thing. And when we've gotten really acquainted with that pain, first of all, it's already going to start to diminish. So we need to immediately ask ourselves, like, hey, so, like, I'm allowed to feel this. I welcome this emotion. I welcome this discomfort. Um, and just look at it as if you're opening the door for a long-lost friend, right? And then say, okay, where does this come from? And and a voice will answer you eventually. It And it doesn't have to be necessarily mis mystical or spiritual, which I feel like most of the people listening would assume so but it doesn't have to be if you don't if you're not into that it really doesn't have to be because our intuition is not something that's necessarily spiritual like it doesn't have to be defined that way if you don't like it that way right um so anyway yes accepting love i'm going to use my new brand new moonology oracle cards to give us some more messages for, for the collective, right? So maybe we'll get a little bit more specific. Um, so for, I'm gonna pull three different, three Oracle cards, and um, they could all be relevant to you. They could just only one be relevant to you. But um, just keep, 
keep a listen out. I think they're all going to speak to us, right? But there's going to be one. I'm intending that there'll be one that the listeners will resonate with most. So first, Moonology card. It's the full moon in Aquarius. Show the world the real you. Show the world the real you. All right, so we're actually just going to read from the book here um, because I just got these. <laughs> actually, no, we're not. Show the world the real you. So um, we're going to ask the tarot to help us to get, get a little bit more information. How do we show the world the real us? Um, so I feel like some, some of us are not feeling like we're able to show who we really are, we're, that we're not able to be our authentic selves because we are um, ashamed. And by the way, that the idea of, I know it didn't come from her, but I definitely am super inspired by Chloe Taylor's um, content. And being your authentic self is something that she talks about a lot. And it's even her motto. And I just want to give a big shout out to her because it, she, is, she really has helped me a lot um, in, with her readings. So anyway, um, so show the world the real you. Be your authentic self. So the star. Um, I just got the, the, <laughs> I got the, I, somebody said, like, imagine that you are a star. So this, this week, um, imagine that you are a star. Like, no matter how ridiculous that that seems to you, imagine that you are, like, Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, whoever, um, somebody very famous and looked up upon, admired, you know? Um, the Three of Wands, you imagine your life is like something that you are about to take a big bite out of about to like imagine i don't know i love blackberries <laughs> so much maybe obsessively so and raspberries also like together at the same time it's paradise anyway so i'm like imagining like my life is just a big bite of blackberries and raspberries and and so when when I say that, I mean, take a second, take a breath, and imagine yourself doing that, taking a bite out of something, you know, getting that big, joyful sort of relief feeling that you get when you bite into something so good. And imagine that you are the star, you are in your own movie watching this experience happen, and that feeling that you get of satisfaction, that's the feeling that you want to imagine your life, every moment of your life giving you, okay? So in order to manifest this abundance that you want so badly, you need to imagine it and you need to try to find ways to connect it, connect the experience of it to, to things that you know very well because maybe you're trying to manifest something that you don't know very well like being rich or something. And so if you use these experiences that you've um, had already to build the backbone of your manifestation um, in a very visceral but pleasant sort of way, then we'll be able to manifest better. And we'll be able to manifest um, this, this loving of ourselves that will allow us to show the world who we really are. Okay, so that's the star and the three of wands. Let's see for the next pile. What do we need to know for um, the next group 
of the listeners today from the Moonology deck. We have the the full moon in Aquarius. <laughs> no way. Okay, so we're going to pull another card, but I am just getting an, a really high vibe that we need to be our real selves, our authentic selves. Um which is hard for me, but I'm doing my best, guys. Um, so, and I know you are too. Um, we're all doing our best. That's such an important thing to remember. We're all doing our best. Okay, so the second pile is your hard work is paying off new moon in Capricorn. Okay, so um, I'm going to use a different tarot deck. I'm going to use the Light Sears deck. Again, I'm going to post links to pictures in the description. Um, and... Let's see what we get. How, um, so some of you are, first of all, you're finishing a project and like you really want it to work out, but you're a little bit scared that it won't. Okay. But babe, it's working out. It's working out for you. I promise. Um, and okay. We got the 10 of pentacles once again. Um, so, um, the 10 of pentacles is, and it's also in the reverse once again. So the 10 of pentacles, when it's not reverse, is just about abundance. It's about family. It's about being together. It's about having that physical safety net that you don't have anything else to worry about. You are taken care of and your needs are met and, and more, you know, and, and you're able to do more than just have your needs met. But it's in reverse. So I'm thinking that, um, that's the reason is in reverse is because we are maybe imagining things happening in a way that is not is either is not realistic or just is not helpful um so we need to start we need to start envisioning these projects that we have as working out in the best way we can and i am thinking about what this is talking about and for me in my case and i'm sure that pretty much everybody can resonate with this so, does the tarot have anything else to say about this hard work paying off? The Queen of Swords. Sometimes we have to be a little bit blunt. Sometimes we have to be a little bit honest. Not just with ourselves, but with others. So, um, so... I think part of some of our work, not everybody is going to resonate with this, but part of the work that everybody, that some of us are going to have to do is we're going to have to be a little bit blunt, a little bit honest um, in a ways that we don't necessarily want to do. <laughs> okay. Um, let's get one more card about this. Don't tell pile one. I realize that everybody is all three piles. <laughs> Um, the magician, you have everything that you need to do it. So I feel like this queen of swords and the magician is telling me that maybe you're the queen of swords can be a little bit too blunt. So maybe it's, you're kind of psyching yourself out. You're telling yourself, oh, you can't do this. When in reality, you are way beyond that. You can definitely do it and more. Um, I feel like these, this project that some of you have coming up or this, this new thing that you're trying to do, um, that you've been working hard on already for a long time, maybe it, it's going to be a big success and you don't need to worry about it. Okay. So let's, um, get one more for the collective. What does, do, does the third group of people of the collective need to hear, need to resonate with? 
these moon cards. Expect Powerful Change New Moon Eclipse. It's a beautiful card. Um, and yes, eclipses are powerful transformational journeys. Um, you know, there was an eclipse season not long ago, and that definitely triggered a big change in me. It took a while. It took a few moon cycles, but it definitely it definitely brought up, brought up a lot of positive change. So something huge is happening for some of us. Um, something really big, something that we don't expect, actually. I mean, okay, first of all, we always expect eclipses, right? But back in the day, they didn't know that the eclipse was coming. <laughs> so they thought the world was ending, guys. So, but the world is not ending, I promise you. Like, this change might be shocking for you, but the world is not going to end, and it's not even going to be bad. Like, this change is a good change, even though it might come in a shocking way. The Eight of Pentacles. Okay, so we, we've got a guy who has been working hard. He's hung up his pentacles, you know, above him, and he is... Um, he's he's proud of himself but he's he's also a little bit like disappointed he's proud but he's also disappointed because he's like i could have done more but i still did good but i could have done more but you you don't need to do any more babe you really don't um and the hierophant um you i mean you could and that's fine but um you don't have to it's not it's not a requirement it's not an expectation um, and the Hierophant is um, about sticking to tradition. So really in reverse, because we have the Hierophant in reverse, this is about us um, going off the beaten path, you know, doing something in a new way. Um, so when we have ex powerful, ex expect powerful change, working hard and appreciating it, but maybe thinking we could do a little bit more, and also going off the beaten path. Um, you know, I think that this, this change that will happen it might be kind of a tower moment, but not in a, but not the tower moment because really this doesn't have such negative connotations. It's a tower moment, but in a good way. And um, it's going to make us work really hard at first, but if we kind of think outside the box, we will easily find a way to make this work not just tolerable, but enjoyable, okay? Oh my gosh, and then we have the Four of Wands. Okay, guys, so... We have the Hierophant and the Reversed, go off the beaten path, and then Celebration. So sometimes, um, I, I did hear sometimes we don't always enjoy celebrations. Sometimes celebrations, it's celebrations about little things. So we have to remember to, okay, we have to remember to make sure that we celebrate every little piece of progress that we make, no matter how small it may seem. Because the more we can celebrate the progress that we make, the more progress that we will continue to make okay and oh on the bottom of the deck i was about to shuffle again and I, it caught my eye bottom of the deck the sun everything is going to be fine and i'm not saying that because i'm like your reader or whatever i'm just saying that because that's what the cards are telling me everything is going to be fine and more okay babe so please remember that so let's get one more card for the collective or maybe just a few more cards <laughs> Um, for the collective from uh, Colette Baron's Reed's deck. I love her. My mother has introduced me to Colette Baron Reed, and she is she's a genius. She really is. She, I, I didn't realize it at first, but when you um, 
listen to some of her interviews, you realize like how intensely she has thought about these decks. And although I don't love her writing, I have to be honest, I really don't. I don't always resonate with it. And I know other people who don't. The symbolism itself is is incredible. It really is. And, and she says that there's a soul to or there's a spirit for each of her decks, and I, I believe it, because I can definitely hear different decks in different ways of hers. So we're going to use the Wisdom of the Oracle deck, and we're going to ask, what does the collective need to know today from the Wisdom of the Oracle? Regeneration. Uh, we need to allow our times, ourselves time to heal, my friends. A leg up, okay? We need to give ourselves time to heal because that's the only way we're going to gain the advantage in order to heal. Mending. <laughs> so there might be a relationship that needs mending. Um, and if so, um, let's see, it's time. I think it's time for that that progress to be made. I think um, you you now have the advantage. You now not the advantage. That sounds a little manipulative, but you ha now have. Um, you're in a better position. Both of you, or all of you, are in a better position emotionally and situationally for uh, amending to take place. So, if you have some serious relationship problems, I have good news for you. You have the opportunity now to fix it. Okay. Let's get one more card, and then we'll be all done. Come to the edge. Okay. So I'm going to get the book for this one because I don't know this deck super, super well. And I'm being called to read it. So um, let's see. So we have essential meaning, courage, taking the leap of faith, overcoming fear, and accepting risk. The Oracle's message is facing the unknown is the only way, is the only choice you really have right now if you want to progress. It's okay to be afraid. See? fear we came back we're making it full circle now right now is the time to take a risk that is not calculated to feel the exhilaration as you ready yourself for a leap of faith spirit is present so let go of fear you are called to express yourself your true self listen to your heart and your soul not your head come to the edge and discover that you can fly you must step into the unfamiliar so that you may find your miracles beautiful Okay, guys, so thank you so much for listening to The Homo's Journey. Um, it has been a pleasure and an honor, and I just love you so much for listening. So I will talk to you next time. Bye, guys.